The narrow medieval streets twist and turn as the setting sun casts long shadows between the townhouses, cramped together, higgledy-piggledy. I am late, and I have to get to the pub, where I am meeting two girlfriends. Suddenly, I emerge from a shadowed street into a dappled courtyard in the centre of the town. A group of teenagers is slumped against a wall. Others are standing around and near them. They quietly seethe and sneer, not noticing my presence. I walk past them and notice that the street ahead is thronged with more teenagers, these ones bearing weapons, spears, swords and long sticks which they brandish in the air as they scream and shout at one another. It occurs to me that this isn't a safe place to walk at dusk, but I need to get to the pub to meet my friends and this is the only street which leads there. None of the other higgledy-piggledy streets, possibly quieter and safer, will take me where I need to be. As I approach the gang of youths, I realise that they cannot see me. One of them slashes a long, curved sword in the air. It swipes past inches from my face, but he is not aiming at me. I am invisible to him. I finally pass them and reach the top of a long, steep street paved with medieval cobbles. At the bottom is a Tudor timbered pub, its lights glowing sulphur from mullioned windows. I enter the pub and a movie opens with a wide shot of the pub as the camera pans around it. Cigarette tips glow in the darkened room. I'm on a film set as the movie is not only being shot, but also screened. I'm in a movie as it is being made. I take a closer look at the bar where I realize that a burning cigarette has a tip made of glowing orange crystal quartz. I scan the pub and everywhere are these shining little dots of orange light. What a great opening shot for a film, I think. I look around me at the groups of revellers in long frock coats and pretty pastel-coloured satin dresses, swigging from tankards, talking, nudging, laughing and jostling, and marvel at the casting, production and costume design. The film crew have recreated the interior of a Victorian pub perfectly. I find a stool at a tall round table where my two girlfriends are already seated. We greet each other warmly, hugging and kissing on both cheeks, as the Spanish do. It suddenly occurs to me that Covid is over. This is how things used to be, hugging, kissing, holding, laughing, playfully shoving and arms around one another, singing. I'm in a film of freedom. One of my daughters approaches, bearing a huge plant, looking like the kind of Venus flytrap that would have appeared in Disney's Fantasia had it featured Venus flytraps. She sits the plant down on a shelf, running the length of the pub windows. Suddenly, the plant towers above us, far too big to be carried. It's a gift for your bedroom, she says. I imagine it towering over our four-poster bed, which is fashioned from interweaving branches of gnarled oak. It is a truly gorgeous plant. It doesn't matter that I can't carry it, I will think it in place in my bedroom. I feel contented and safe on the movie set with my friends and my daughter and my new monster plant, gazing through now not mullioned windows, 
but vast wall-to-floor glass panels at the street beyond, now in darkness, where the silent silhouettes continue their dance of violence into the night. I hope you enjoyed that. All the technical magic is by me, Jude calvert Tulmin, author. You can buy my novels at fleurdelypublishing.com, discuss the episodes on Instagram, read the transcripts at Medium, and you can be a vital part of creating this podcast by donating at Patreon. And remember, it's all dreams. It's all real. Music